Coming up on the Get Loud podcast, we will get you ready for the Dolphins and Commanders. We'll also listen to Fred's take on Christmas trees and yes, the turkey, turkey leg disrespect. The, the turkey leg scandal heard around the world. That's coming up. <laughs> How you doing, everyone? It is the Get Loud podcast presented by SeatGeek. Yeah. Jinx, Smoot. Hey, baby. Happy holidays to you. How you enjoy your holidays, man? My holiday was Great. Yes. I had four days off. Yeah. Spent some time with the girls, spent some time with friends, slept in, yeah. watched a bunch of football, had some drinks. It was awesome. How I've been saying, you? You, you didn't bring up eating good. You didn't bring up all the football that you watched. Hey, I watched tons of football, fried tons of turkey until like my stomach started to unsettle itself when I see those turkey <laughs> legs get taken out of the Salvation Army bowl. Matter of fact, that's why Northern Virginia, we love to support Goodwill. Like, mm-hmm. we don't support the Salvation Army. Like, for that reason right there. Listen, I was so mad. They planned it. Like, this means that Dak and Dallas said, you know what, we're going to beat these boys so bad. And then, you know what, when they had scored 31, he told them, They not waited. Now. They said, he we're going to score again. He said, not now. Not now. Jinx. Not now. We ain't going to eat these legs now. We're going to get one more score, and we're going to eat these legs on them. I was so Listen, it was just a bad weekend for me. My daughter goes to Ole Miss. Oh, no. So, because I got two things. Because I've been playing football on Thanksgiving my whole life. The Egg Bowl. I Ole Miss, Mississippi State. Mm-hmm. So, I'm watching. I got two games to watch. My daughter won both. Right? Ole Miss beat Mississippi State. And she's a Dallas Cowboy fan. So this is my she's sh- a Cowboys fan? This is my daughter that if I tell her to do go right, she going left. Wait, wait, wait. How yeah. in the world you played for this organization? Yeah. Her granddad, it started with her granddad in the military. Thanks for everything you've done for us. He's a, he's a cowboy fan. And my daughter is one of those, if dad be like, yeah, do that, she'd be like, no, I'm doing this. <laughs> and so she called and ragged me on all night long about how many L's, hot L's I took. Oh, my God. Yeah, so it was, a, it was emotional. Thanksgiving for me. You know, neither one of my teams mm-hmm. won. It was just, it was downhill for me, Jinx. I want to take you back for just a moment. Yeah. When you saw that turkey leg, I, oh my the disrespect and the planning, like you were talking about, where they were like, nah, nah, we're going to get one more. I still, I read that story. I was like, you got to be kidding me. First of all, they probably had to tell the chef Friday. Right. We need 22 chicken legs. I mean, turkey legs. What y'all going to do with them? We're going to put them in the salvation thing. We're going to eat them. During the game. They took their helmet off. Walking to the sideline, eating Turkey legs. That's the most disrespectful mm. thing I have seen since Joe Horn pulled out the cell phone. All right, since T.O. pulled out the Sharpie. Edibles? You pulled out a turkey leg? What a dude. I think the team just don't get how this, because the prior planning yeah. it takes for this. The timing it takes for this. It's disgraceful. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's where I'm at when it comes to Dallas. I can't wait to see them lose in the playoffs. I'm going to bring these turkey legs back up. I saw years ago, this was so pre-planned and disrespectful. This is the college game. I got to look this up. And TC was playing SMU. Yeah. It's not a huge rivalry, I know, in the grand scheme yeah, of things. Yeah. But SMU, I believe, was marching on TCU's home field, and they all had seeds like the, in their pockets. So the band finished playing and yeah. formed SMU yeah. and then dropped the seeds. So in the middle of TCU Stadium, yeah. this was a different type of grass started growing, and SMU started growing on the middle of their football field because uh, uh, they planned uh, uh, ahead. Uh, 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 hold up, hold up. They dropped grass seeds. Uh, yes. 
When did they drop the seats and how did it, what you mean? During their halftime performance, the band played, they form SMU, and then they just drop the seats quietly. These different types of grass seeds, and then their logo SMU started growing on TCU's home field. It was a long time ago. Not instantly. No, not instantly. It took like a couple weeks. weeks. And they're like, and they're like, what is this? That is masterful. Isn't that I, great? Oh, that's masterful. I can't. Who do we play in the grass? We could do that in Philadelphia. <laughs> like literally, like if I was still playing right now, I just put grass seeds in my cleats. <laughs> <laughs> just come out Quietly there. drop just, it. Just, every time I make a tackle, just drop some yeah. grass seeds in there. Like, listen. That, you see some sprouts, you're like, what's going on in midfield? And then you see it start to form. That's crazy. Hey, you know what? But it takes that youthful thinking. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's why people don't hire 70-year-olds. They hire people from college because <laughs> right. they have these, these youthful things in their head. I think that is a little bit more diabolical. Mm-hmm. Than a turkey leg, because <laughs> it takes a lot to be more diabolical than a turkey leg on Thanksgiving. <laughs> well, we don't need to rehash the game. We want to throw that one out the window, burn the tape. But changes have been made, as we know. Yeah, Jack Del Rio is gone. Ron mm-hmm. Rivera is going to call the place. So, yeah. what sort of difference do you expect to see him play calling now? It's going to be very intriguing mm-hmm. to see Coach Rivera's hand on the pen. Mm-hmm. I want to. I'm eager to see what a Rivera defense looks like. Because it's been like a long time. He's been head coach for so long. Yeah. I don't know what a Rivera defense looked. And I hope he's trying to set the house on fire. I, mm-hmm. I hope he comes out and blitzes Miami from the time they get off the bus. But it's going to be very intriguing. McDaniels, this mad wizard genius. Yeah. He's a hell of a coach. Rivera, head to head. And they, and they make this great two-play call in head coaches. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. So, so now it changes the whole landscape for everything. I'm eager to see the identity of the defense, mm-hmm. of a run Rivera coach the defense. And I, I wonder, is he going to shrink the playbook to play fast? Yep. And I think that's the smartest thing you could do. Go in there with five calls. Mm-hmm. Play fast. Don't have anybody thinking. Unleash the dogs. And I want to mm-hmm. see a, a good wheel tub by the touchdown with turkey legs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm not over that, Jinx. Mm-hmm. I won't ever be over that. I've never had that happen to me while I play. You know, I, I, that's an interesting idea. You see that in college all the time, too, when you see a team that is overmatched, right? And so what they do is they'll say, all right, well, we're going to learn these five or six calls on offense, for example. Yeah. But we will scheme them and know them over and over, over and again. so well that we will out-execute you every time. Seattle does it. We know they're playing a, 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 a vicious cover three. Mm-hmm. Pete Carroll don't change. So when you go play Seattle, they don't adapt to you. Mm-hmm. You adapt to them. That's what great defenses do. So if we can make – if I'm trying to stop a big play offense in Miami, I need to literally keep the ball in front of us. Yeah. That's the key. How long can Tua be patient? Yep. I don't think they're patient as a team. I don't think they're patient as an offense. Like cover four, cover two, I would do it to death. Yep. I would leave nobody alone with Tyreek Hill. Like when I say nobody, I'm talking about not even fans. He'll burn me <laughs> in too. Like listen, nobody alone with him. I, I play a lot of two man, man under. So we're doubling people. Mm-hmm. I'm going to force Tua to run outside the pocket. So it's ways to get this done. It's ways to beat Miami. Nobody's going to give us a chance to beat Miami. Right. But it's ways to beat Miami. So 
you've been in this situation before. We were talking about this before the pod. Yeah. How do you stay? You're going to work, no yeah. question, but how do you stay mentally engaged when there's so many changes and you know that the goals that you had aren't there? Yeah, man. It, like, we've been in these places, but the one thing I have to remind these players is we are a team. It's the ultimate team sport. Mm-hmm. But we also independent contractors. All right? So you can't put bad tape out there, Jinx. You still got to perform and play mm-hmm. to keep your job. Yeah. Because the one thing you don't like when it comes to teams is change. So what you do is you go out here and you play. You you give it your best. I have to understand that my job is now. And I've seen guys be a part of that all U-Haul team. Mine mentally already gone mm-hmm. in the offseason. I was never one of them guys. Too afraid. I had just some inside me like, no, nah, I, don't, I don't think like that. I don't do like that. And we're going to see now who the real football players are. Because right? yep. now you have to play for respect. Right. Uh, you, you're not playing for all the other things. You're playing for respect and you're playing for the city. And it takes a lot to do that. It takes a lot to focus on that. So we're going to see where everybody is mentally right now. This is, a, this is a test. I'm a person who loves the long game. When I think about a plan, I say, all right, this is good for now. Did you plan to have, like, the same sweat I got on? We look good. Yeah, you know, I think you were looking through my window, and we're like, Smooth, don't wear it. I'm going to wear it just like, to circle me. I was like, he's going dark today, so am I. But I, when you play the long game, it's hard to do because you know this season is not going to be what you want it to be. But can you say, all right, Yeah. let's wipe the slate clean. Let's get a little bit something going here so that as we build Low into the offseason, as we build into oh, next year, yeah. we need to start putting together good performances now. Now, and that's the whole thing. You have to understand that. The eye in the sky don't lie. That's our, that's one of our old sayings. And so anytime you're being recorded, practice a game, all 30 teams, 32 teams watching you. Mm-hmm. All right, so you got to understand what uh, what am I playing for? My job and my livelihood. Ain't mm-hmm. that enough? Yeah. And so at the end of the day, it's a total focus by you to say, let's let's end what we started. I know it ain't gonna end the way we want to, but let's let's end what we started. And we got some. Some guys that's, that's having put some good seasons together. Yeah. I think Jamie Davis has been playing very well this mm-hmm. season. Uh, uh, Logan Thomas has been playing you very sure well this season. Uh, Chris, I mean, Curtis Samuels have been playing well. So, uh, uh, B-Rob. So, it's some guys on this team that want to put the icing on the cake to the end of the year. And Sam, how? Mm-hmm. Come on. Sam been playing well. Now, can we, get, can we stop the up and down? And can we stay right there in yeah. the middle with Sam? So Sam wants to finish up. So it's a lot of questions still have to be answered on this team. Well, we were talking about turkey legs. We we're talking about Thanksgiving too. Yeah, we was. Let's pay some bills. All right, pay them bills, Jinx. Let's start with Honda. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Why not? Feel the power. I feel it. Mm. Of the CRV hybrid and Accord hybrid, Honda's most electrifying vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of Honda's rugged SUVs and trucks, like the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever. Or experience the thrilling performance of the Thunder Drive Honda Civic with an available turbocharged engine. Get power performance and ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda that is perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today. See them. See them. See them. Get that Honda. Yeah, why not? Recycle track systems. Transforming the way commercial businesses and communities manage waste and recycling. They combine the power of AI with premium customer service to optimize waste pickup schedules, ensuring yeah. ensuring timely and efficient collections to keep our neighborhoods cleaner and greener. Yeah. Visit rts.com to learn more about how they can help your business manage waste more responsibly. Uh, speaking of that, I need to know how you feel about this. Okay. Real Christmas tree, fake Christmas tree. 
We have it a, is the question. We have a fake one. All right. You are on my level. Okay. All right. And, and that's why I'm glad we did this right after the recycling hit. Because <laughs> I hate people that get real Christmas trees. Do you? I think you are abomination to earth. All right. All right. You're going to cut this tree down for 30 days. That's the point. And then you're going to throw it in the garbage. This used to be a house to a squirrel. It used to be house to insects. It actually recycles the carbon dioxide and turns it into oxygen. And you took it in your house for 30 days and threw it away. When I folded my fake tree up, mm-hmm. putting it back in the in the garage, yep. and I'm going to use it time after time after time again. I think real Christmas trees should be banned in yep. America. I think it, it, I just think it's the biggest waste of a. It is a waste. I will this, say that this tree been growing for ten, fifteen years. You're gonna cut the tree down for thirty days, for thirty days, and you don't know what insects you bring in your house. You don't know what's going on, all for thirty days. Hey, all I'm saying is, if you feel different, leave some mentions under here and tell me how you feel and why am I wrong about real Christmas trees versus fake Christmas trees. I feel like of all the comments, this is going to be the one that gets the most run. <laughs> no, because I, I just, and I've always felt like that. Before mm-hmm. I even had them, I used to always ask my mom when we were young. Yeah. I like, what's the name that got a real tree? She was like, why well, you don't want a real tree? She was like, oh, no. We need that tree for oxygen. Huh? <laughs> not not oxygen in the house. Right. Oxygen outside. For the earth. So I always have a fake tree, and, and you're going to have one too. And I done had one ever since. Ray's right. <laughs> Before we get to Christmas, we got to talk about Thanksgiving. Yeah, because I, did. I also know that you're I lost, a great. I did. You're a great cook. I did. What'd you do? I fried that turkey. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> I dropped that turkey in that grease. Mm. It started break dancing. I made that dressing, not stuffing. That's the difference. Cornbread and stuffing. Yep. All right. Uh, mac and cheese, greens. Mm. Yams, corn, lima beans, everything. Then I made my famous banana pudding. I made sweet potato pie. (laughs) Not pumpkin pie. Not pumpkin pie. Sweet potato pie. No pumpkins in the smooth house, all right? We don't do pumpkin Mm -hmm. nothing. Not lattes, not nothing. So the spread was unbelievable. My kids, we sat around, we laughed, we talked trash to each other, we watched football. So you made your world-famous what? What's a dessert? Banana pudding. Banana pudding. Yes. So, do you have, is this a family recipe? Is this yeah. something you worked on your own? It's from the book of Smoot. Oh, okay. That's what we passed down from, like, my great-grandmama to my grandmama to my mm-hmm. aunt. They gave it to my mama. I stole it. I'm, I'm the first <laughs> I'm the first male to have the, the cookbook, the book of Smoot. Oh, nice. All right? So, yeah, so I make everything from scratch. All right? Proven, time proven. But what I do do a good job of is taking the basics of their recipe okay. and bringing it to 2023. Okay. All right. So I do some stuff a little bit different, but sooner or later I will reveal the secrets and let some of the, the cooking secrets out of the book of Smoot. Oh, okay. Yeah, most definitely. How much time did you spend? Because cooking a Thanksgiving dinner – all of those dishes, that takes yeah. a long time well, to actually, do. Actually, I do most of my prepping and do, and I got certain dishes that I will cook today. I try to get all my desserts out the way the night okay. before. Uh, then I have, like, whatever I feel like is going to take the longest to cook the next day, I'll start doing it late, late night. Okay. So I can get it gone. So you got to realize if I'm, if I'm making, like, seven desserts, that can be time-consuming. Then all of the main entrees and all the sides takes a while. So I spend 10 hours 
just say the day Thanksgiving Eve. Mm-hmm. Then I wake up at six in the morning on Thanksgiving, and I'd be done by twelve. I forget you're an early riser too. Yeah, yeah I'm military. I just wake up. Oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> Don't matter if it was a long night or not. I just wake up. What happened? You know, I'm ready to go. So I like. By noon, I try to be through with everything for my sanity so I can watch football, yeah. so I can just chill, so I have nothing to do. But when I'm at home in Mississippi, it's mm-hmm. pretty much easy because we, as a family, we assign like three, two dishes and a meat to everybody. Yeah. So once everybody come, all the food is there. But here I had to tote the load. How much does it hurt to watch? Talk, bro. We'll get back to the commanders in a yeah. second. But your alma mater, I mean, you're a bulldog through and through. I'm a diehard Texas fan, so yeah. I live and die by the horns. Yeah. It's tough when they lose. I'm enjoying a good season. But when when we take L's, it hurts because I spent time, my formative years there. I, I would say, and we, like, emotionally attached to the campus. Yeah. We have memories. Uh, it's the ultimate representation, like, which college you go to. Like, this is the third question people ask you. What school yeah. you went to? Yeah. So I wonder now, Jinx, with the transfer portal, who are these kids going to have allegiance to? Like, if I went my freshman year to Oklahoma, right. transferred to UCLA, then spent my last year at Oregon, who am I? Right, seriously. A- 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 am I a duck, bear, sooner? <laughs> like, what am I? Like, I'm I'm wondering, like, where are they going to go back to? Yeah. And, and how do you keep stats for this? I'm the all-time leading rusher at Mississippi State, but I spent two years at Ole Miss. Right. I can't be. So I think it's going to dilute a lot yeah. of that process. But watching Ole Miss do what they did to us was sickening. Yeah. And it got, you know, now we got a new coach. Congratulations, coach. Uh, it hurt. It hurt because I remember one once upon a time in a day like where Mississippi State ran football, mm-hmm. not just in Mississippi, but in the SEC. That's when your boy was playing. We was headed to, we was going to the SEC championships. We was doing the thing. I remember times when Bama came to Mississippi State and they knew they was going to get whooped. Huh? I, I, I remember times when Coach Old Ball, Coach Coach Spurrier, who became my head coach in the league, came to Mississippi State. We ran them out of there by 40. I remember LSU coming up there and getting beat to death. First of all, ain't no Bengals in Louisiana. Ain't no Tigers in Louisiana loose. So at the end of the day, I remember a time in the daylight. Mm-hmm. Can we get back to that time? Yeah. That's the question with this coach. And it's recruiting. Every College is about one thing, yep. recruiting. And that's why I brought Dion up to you. It's no living room in America. Dion Sanders cannot walk in and the mama and the daddy don't already know who he is. The son know who he is. He's leaving with your child. Yep. Like, there's certain coaches that had that ability. And now everybody wants to anoint Coach Saban, the best coach of all time. No, I say he's the best recruiter. Of all time. So now, since the NIL came out and everything and got uh, even now, even Steven, yeah. he ain't the dominant coach. You know, because it's all about recruiting. If my five stars are better than your three stars, you don't got a chance. I don't care what you draw on a piece of paper. Right. Now we're starting to see everything come back down. And that's why I'm scared of your Texas guys. Do y'all renew? Once y'all enter the SEC next year, y'all renew the Texas, Texas A&M? Rivalry? Yes, starts next year. Yeah, yeah, it's back. Yeah, y'all just won't let them. Y'all just will not let them one up, y'all. Uh, no, kind of no, no. They got to. They got to be pushed right back down. Like no, 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 not well, doing you that. know, I'm kind of keen to College Station because I'm a big Jackie Sherrill guy. Oh, Jackie Sherrill, man. that's my dude. You know, that, that was my coach. That's when we ran SEC. You know what? I was talking after Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, we went to see some friends of ours, and a couple friends are huge Gators. 
another couple friends, huge Seminoles. We were all talking college football. At the end of the night, have you ever ha- ever done this? Everybody's drinking, have a good time. Yeah. I come out of the bathroom, I hear, Jinx, it's your turn. I'm like, what? For, for what? Everybody's chugging a beer after we crack an egg and drop the egg inside. I'm like, what? What is that? Is that a Texas thing? I, I think it's a Midwestern thing. First of all, egg inside of beer. It was gross. What, what, what's the purpose? I was sitting, I walk out, someone's on FaceTime, I guess family members from the Midwest. This had to be a Midwestern thing. It, it gotta be, because I've never heard of it in the South. We, we don't, I've never heard of this. We, we don't play with our alcohol like that, you know? No. That, that's why I don't eat pumpkin. We don't draw faces in pumpkins. Like, we, we don't drink that beer. No. Like, we got a thing in, in well, I'm from Mississippi. If you drop a beer, uh-huh. like, drop it by mistake, yep. you gotta go buy a 12 pack. Like, oh, really? You don't, you do not. Mess with the alcohol where I'm from. <laughs> so if I, I could just imagine me being with my family and friends, we in, we just chilling in front of yard. I'd be like, "Yay, y'all want to pour an egg in this beer?" I'd be slapped uh, like 19 times. It was terrible. They had a beer waiting on me. Famous game. Hey, Jinx. Hey, good to see you, man. You gonna do this? I'm like, I'm the worst at peer pressure. I'll do yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah. So you like, yeah, I do. I'm it. like, yeah, I do it. <laughs> and my buddy cracks an egg, drops it in. I chugged it, and I was like, Ugh. was it a canned beer? No, they already poured it in glass, cracked the egg, dropped the egg in raw, and some guy is in the back going, protein. I was like, I guess. That was gross, though. Did it Did it have any chemical reaction or anything? Did no. Did it fizzle? No, it was fine, but I just remember glancing in the cup and seeing this thing coming. I was like, oh, no. Well, that's I the, did it. That's but the equivalent of the ludicrous, ludicrous album, Chicken and Beer. Like that, that, Listen, I have never heard of that. I've asked people. I'm like, I've, I've never heard of this before. It wasn't great. It wasn't great. Now, we bomb. We dropped the little liquor bombs inside. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's liquor on liquor. Right. right. You know what I'm saying? But never have I. First of all, I love eggs too much to waste them. I love beer. It. You love it? I love eggs. Listen, I'm a breakfast person. Yeah, yeah, Like, I can eat it all day long. Uh, I'm a grit person, too. You look like an oatmeal person. Oh, yeah. You an oatmeal person? I like both. No, I'm, I've been saying I'm a stone grits. I like real grits. Real, okay. Real grits. So I'm a breakfast guy. You can catch me at Cracker Barrel at 7 at night. <laughs> I'm that dude. Waffle House is the greatest French restaurant. I call it the Waffle House. It's, it, listen, one of my favorites. Now, I'm not a big IHOP guy. Yeah. I think IHOP stinks. It's too... Generic. It's too polished and corporate. Yeah. When you when you want a good Greasy breakfast, like I don't want the. I don't want the stove top. Rudy, tooty, fresh yeah. and fruity, Rudy. whatever it is. I'm <laughs> trying to get a meal. Yeah, I just I, I want it there. I right. want it to look like breakfast. Right. All right. I want to look like someone was in the back I, making. You know, I don't want the. I don't want the the, the stove top to be clean for five years. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, when right. you go in one of those oh, diners, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and and you look at and you can see the cook. He got a cigarette under uh, uh, in his <laughs> ear with a hairnet on. Little I, ash falling yeah, down. Yeah, I like. Oh, we finna eat. <laughs> we are about, this is about to be paradise. Like, I want it to look a certain way. Yeah. Like, I love diners. Like, I'm a big diner guy. So, I love big menus. With lips. So, I'm one of those people, I just, I enjoy the small things in life. That's my thing, Jinx. There used to be this place in my neighborhood in D.C. It's called the First Cup Cafe. It was this Ethiopian couple who ran it, right? Yeah. It, their breakfast burrito, oh. right, it was so good. Now, they ended up closing and I was so bummed, but after they closed, I had the last breakfast ever there. You know how I know? Because they had closed it, and one day I called, and I guess they lived above 
the cafe. Yeah. And I called the guys like, nah, we're closed. We're not we're not open anymore. And I was like, okay, I just wanted one of your breakfast burritos. And he goes, well, he goes, I'll go down and make it for you. He goes, just but come around to the side. So it's closed. Yeah. I go to this restaurant. I come around to the side. Not, I knock on a door. The door opens up. This guy's like, hey, I give him some cash. He hands me the burrito. I was like, yeah. thanks, man. Just a random burrito yeah. from a side door. Yeah. From a restaurant that's already closed. You felt like a villain. Oh, I did. <laughs> and it was awesome. <laughs> James Bond villain. And they never really opened changed. up again. It was the best place ever. Oh, I was so bummed we, when that we closed. We all got those places. I had one of those places in Mississippi. you like, because you, you know down south. I guess up north is picking up on it now that we have the Royal Farms and the Wawas and the Sheets of the World. Yeah. You know, gas station food down south is the best. Yes. And so I had this gas station I used to, like, get breakfast from all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm literally smelling like gas while I'm ordering a, a, a sausage and egg biscuit. I love them to death. And it's still there. Every time I go home, I go to this gas station, get my breakfast from it. It never fails. And it's real bacon. Mm-hmm. One thing I don't play with is fake bacon. You know, oh, yeah. You know how to give you the thin one? And that ain't bacon. Yeah. I need real bacon right here. I'm from Mississippi. The, the hogs we eat was alive 24 hours ago. <laughs> right? we, when we go get breakfast, we go get breakfast, Jinx. Pay some bills, my friend. Uh, why not? <laughs> hey, Get Loud Podcast is brought to you by Bet365, the official sporting bet partner of the Washington Commanders. Bet on a range of NFL markets with Bet. 365 app. Craft your own personalized bet slip with parlays. Access thousands of games with live streaming. Place your bet before the match or during the game. It's up to you. Download the Bet365 app today. Join 80 million members worldwide. Age 21 plus only. Must be physically located in Virginia. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Way to get it done. <laughs> you congratulated yourself. I, you have to do these I things. know you're like, I did a great job. Here's another one. <laughs> MWAA. We don't travel to escape life. We travel so life don't escape us. We dream of places anywhere in the world, and in a blink of an eye, we're there. That's the wonder of flight. All you had to do decide is where. Where to? Dulles. International Airport. Let your imagination soar. Book your adventure today at flydullis.com slash nonstop. Nailed it as you always. You know what? Mississippi State is a higher learning institute. (laughs) And, and, you know, with me being an Ivy League guy from Mississippi State, it it works. Beautiful. Okay, I want (laughs) to ask you about this quote from Tom Brady. Yes. He was talking on a Stephen A. Smith show about – Mediocrity. Yeah. He says, quote, I think there's a lot of mediocrity in today's NFL. I don't see the excellence that I saw in the past. I agree. With, we're going to debate about this a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I know. I agree with him. Yeah. But what he also said that I disagree with is uh. he was talking about, because I agree, I, I don't like how guys aren't allowed to hit. It's not as physical as it used to be. It's not physical. But he was saying, you know, offensive players need to learn how to protect themselves more. They do. Yes, but also at the same time, no player in his day – was more protected than Tom Brady. That's not his fault. But he still took blows and got back up. He still got his his ACL standing in the pocket. He still got slammed on his neck by James Harrison. Right. He still went through sheer beating and got back up. I'm sorry. Thomas is right. You are right, goat. And goats, they usually just say, man, he says everything (laughs) he wants to say. I'm dead serious. I think 
especially coming in in 2001, we arrived in the golden era of football. I mm -hmm. got to play against the great Emmett Smith. I got to play with the great Darrell uh, Green. Mm -hmm. I got to be on the team with Deion Sanders, the yeah. greatest cornerback to ever play the game. Uh, I got to play against the greatest quarterback in Tom Brady to ever play the game. Jerry Rice, I played against the greatest wide receiver to ever play the game. Then I also played against T.O., Randy Moss, all the rest of them. Yep. Uh, Marvin Harris, like, if you look at that generation of footballs, just beyond the greats, it's so many football players. And we were still playing that physical brand mm -hmm. of football that our forefathers played. Yeah. Now, what they're playing now is Gallagher. Huh? <laughs> like, you can watch football now, and guys get ejected for tackling. It's true. You can Just for not falling the right way on uh, the quarterback. Thank you. When, when Terrell Owens went across the middle, Ray Lewis was waiting. Yep. Now you go across the middle, you're – they ain't second-guessing it. Nobody can touch him. K.J. Henry, think about this rookie. Mm -hmm. Gets his first sack and forced fumble and get it taken away for what? He dropped down. I mean. How can I sack somebody going full speed and, and I post a right. spin off of him? What they're asking can't be done. Right. Like, you, you, I can't hit people, make my money, and protect them. My job ain't to protect the quarterback. Right. My job is to hurt him. Like, that's why I always got mad when people was talking about the targeting thing with Greg Williams. First of all, let me tell you something. They're like, yeah, y'all trading money in there. Yeah, we get a pool of money and say, whoever make the biggest plays in the game, you get it. Mm -hmm. Well, guess what? My owner was already paying me to go hurt people. Right. right? That was that was my job. <laughs> like, so what do you mean? Like, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's the NFL sometimes is such a walking contradiction. They want us, we're quickly turning into, you remember, Jinx, when you first found out wrestling was fake? I remember, too. What did it do to your soul? It crushed me. I was convinced. I used to argue with my parents about it. They'd be like, you know that's fake. I was like, no, it's not. No, you can't tell me they're no, riding, it's riding not. Did you say, how, then how come, how come Dusty Rhodes is bleeding. bleeding? Yeah. First of all, I was like, it's got to be real because Jake the Snake. Keep bringing this snake out here, and they keep biting people. That's like, a real snake. Man, that's a real snake. <laughs> like, I was convinced, but then it, it, it was like it's fake. We're headed that way. Yeah. We're headed. And, and that's why people are like, all right, scripted. They, they probably want to believe that because when you get calls, mm -hmm. like you've been seeing, it makes people doubt the product. It makes people doubt, is it football? And, and I'm glad Tom, because if, if James Harrison say that, nobody pays that attention. Right. Tom Brady says it's not football anymore, and Tom Brady is right. They are they, the right of patches. They don't have, and then that's why I see. I'm wondering to myself, how how's these guys even getting hurt? Y'all y'all out here playing, y'all pillow fighting, right? How you get hurt? y'all not allowed to hit each other. And the thing is, too, in addition to the rules, back then they were playing on. I know asphalt, carpet, carpet, and concrete. The Georgia Dome was carpet. Carpet and concrete. That's it. Yes. So the, what we was landing on was yeah, killing us. That's what I mean. What we was Ooh. doing was like we was we was in. You had to have a level, and that's why I always tell people I respect the fifty-seventh person on the roster mm -hmm. to play this game. You got to be a grown man. You got to be a grown man willing to put your body and sacrifice your body for people's entertainment. Mm -hmm. Like no lie, Jinx. I remember being out there one time. I think I was in Minnesota at the time. We was playing Green Bay in December. It had to be every bit of minus a thousand degrees. 
I'm talking about it was, it was cold. It was crucial. And I'm standing at like the 30 yard line after a play. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Why were you a lawyer? Why am I, why am I out here? You had to start the game? I'm like, it's doing the game. And I'm like, why am I out here? 10, minus 10 degree in tights. True. Chasing people. I could have chose a better career than this. I'd rather chase Bigfoot. Because it's nothing. Like, being out there in that cold is different, man. Yeah. Like, simple things. Gets in your bones. No, simple things like you somebody stepping on your shoe. You can hear your toe bust. You just hear it. You be like, mm. But it's so cold, you can't feel it until you shower. All right. Ooh. It's, it's just so many things about it. It's, it's, it's Neanderthal. It's barbaric. But it's organized chaos at its finest. And I think they're taking the chaos out of it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what Tom's talking about. I don't know who it was. Maybe it was Nick Sundberg. Yeah. And I remember this quote, and I think it's such an interesting thing, is that it was a few years after his playing career. Long snapper. Long snapper. And I'm not sure if it was him. It was definitely a former Redskin back in the day. And they asked him what he missed the most, and he said, to be honest, I miss the violence. The violence. It's organized violence. It's a hell of a quote. It's it's organized violence. Think about it. The ability to let out. Yeah. Whatever you feel very violently, all right? Mm-hmm. That's what it used to be. Now, you hit a person, you kicked out. Yeah. It's just that simple. Targeting. I got to target him. He got the ball in his hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was taught mm-hmm. to go get the man with the ball in his hand. So, I I think those things. Yeah. I think that's what's bringing in all the what's name and Every sport evolves. I'm not sure. a fool. Yeah. Uh, protection is everything. I want everybody to be safe. But it's still what we signed up for. We signed up yeah. to be Neanderthal. I remember during the same interview, Tom Brady was talking about some of the hardest hitters, best players. Yeah. He mentioned Ray Lewis. He mentioned Rodney Harrison. Yeah. And he mentioned Ronnie Lott. Yeah. And I always think of Ronnie Lott. The story that first really hit me as far as how tough football players are. And Ronnie Lott played – he hurt his finger, yeah. and he had a choice to make midseason. They said, Ronnie, either we can, amp- we can amputate your finger yeah. and you can keep playing, yeah. or your season's over. And he said, cut, cut it off. Cut it off. So they cut off the tip of his finger. Uh, to this day, he this, doesn't have it. This was mid-game. Yes. This is what people need to understand. They would do that now. They are censorship. Turn oh the my TV God. off. Come on, man. That's part of the game. But you ain't going to see that no more. What player right now do you think would do that? If you had to pick <laughs> it's an one, insane story. Maybe Miles Garrett? He looks like an animal. He looks like, like a guy that might do uh, it. Pinky, bro, I can't use no more. Cut it on out. Michael Parsons might yeah. do it. He's uh, No, nah, Michael Parsons is too pretty. Yeah. He ain't going to do that. He ain't going to do that. Because when you think about a guy that's going to do that, he got to be the grittiest. One of the Watt brothers might, though. Uh, no, you don't think so? Pretty. Too pretty? Too pretty. I'm trying to think someone ugly. Yeah, you think, <laughs> it, it got to be an ugly person. It, 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 it totally has to be an unattractive guy that says, you know what? I don't need that pinky finger. Let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. Who was the toughest? I know you play with some tough guys. Yeah. But who was the toughest player or one of the toughest players you played with where you are like, listen, we all play hurt, but, man, this is something. <sighs> toughest player. I have to say. Funny, this is the anniversary too. November twenty sixth. Sean Taylor. Yeah. Sean just 
I was shocked when he got hurt. Like, when he got hurt. Because he seemed bigger than all that. He just never would get hurt. Yeah. Like, and if he was hurt, he would never get treatment. He was just – Yeah. he just keep on going. Mm-hmm. So, it's, it, he was just a, a beast and an animal in a different way. Like, some people just born to play football. Yeah. And you speaking to somebody that would have said, cut my pinky finger off. Yeah. It would have been Sean Taylor. And he would have put his pinky finger in his pocket and kept it for, like, years. <laughs> yeah. What's that smell, Sean, on yeah. top of my pinky finger in my pocket? That's what type dude he would have been. Yeah. All right, so Sean Taylor most definitely was in that mold of running lot. Mm-hmm. And he was one of the toughest players I have ever been around. And that's why I think I was so shocked when he got hurt Green Bay, which it was his last game playing. Yeah. I was shocked that he hurt his knee, and he still tried to crawl out there and play then. That just was the mm-hmm. type of guy he was. London Fletcher also. Oh, London, yeah. Listen, I have watched London throw up in his own mouth while calling the play. <laughs> I'm like, dude, what's wrong with you? Don't worry about it. We're going to be all right. <laughs> I'm like, yep. this dude just won't stop. Yeah. Right, so London is in that mode, too. That's why I think London went like 13 years and didn't miss a game. Yeah. So London, Fletcher, most definitely. And we got fan base. I'm just serious with you. Other fan bases vote their people in the Hall of Fame. We got three people legitimately. That should be in the Hall of Fame. You put London Fletcher numbers up to uh, Ray Lewis's. Yep. He's edging him in some of those numbers. Mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. Vote him in. Joe Jacoby. No doubt. What are you waiting on? I supposed to be in the Hall of Fame. Brian Mitchell. Yes. All right, so if we don't do nothing right this year, fan base, let's get these guys in the Hall of Fame. Let's do our part. All right, let's do our part. Whatever lobbying needs to be done, yeah. it needs to be done for these guys. It's long overdue. Man, it's long overdue, man. So we got to do our part. I'm, I'm going to try to do some stuff on some other shows, too, to try to get this thing going yeah. on. But we got to get these guys in, in the Hall of Fame. I want to ask you one thing about Sean, because it is the anniversary of his yeah. passing, and I know how much he meant to you. Yeah. But for those of us who did not know him and only yeah. know him for how he played, yeah. as a person, what yeah. made him so special? Man, genuine. Yes. Genuine. In every, I don't think the boy ever told a lie. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, it ain't in him. Like, in competitive. Man, me and this dude, we had this motorcycle game, video game we used to play for hours. <laughs> Every night. And I got to run him away from my house. Because I would just murder him in this game. Just, You're right. just not let him have a chance. Yeah. And he would be, it'll be 3 in the morning. I'm like, Sean, dude, we got to work tomorrow. No, nah, man, you ain't going to keep beating me. <laughs> I was like, well, how about I just let you win? No, don't, don't do all that. It just was the person, man, most genuine guy I ever met. Great father. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody like to talk about some of the trouble he got into. I tell people all the time, it's easy for you to sit there and say that on your couch at 40 years old, which you'll do, mm-hmm. uh, until you're in these situations. Great father. I love his father, Pedro. I love Pedro to death. And I seen where he got it from. But he was a very straight line dude. What yeah. you see is what you get. And if he don't mess with you, he ain't one of these people that can fake the funk. Right. He's going to literally be like, nah, dog, I don't mess with you. Right. That's the nicest way I can say that. Not yeah. my type of guy. And that's what you got to love about a, a, a guy like him, just genuine, man. And I mm-hmm. loved it. He loved hard. Like, whatever yeah. he does, he does it 100. He loved hard, and I love him for that. Always. Love that. And we miss him to this day. No question yeah, about it. Yeah, most definitely. Always going to be missed. And I, and I love what I saw with the uh, – the uh, Cowboys Commanders game, Baby Jackie. They had that. I don't know if yep. you saw it. It was terrific. She is a volleyball player. 
all state mm-hmm. in uh, Florida, picking up right where the good man left off. Doing her dad proud, no question about it. Guys, you got to feel the power of the CRV hybrid and Accord hybrid. We're talking about Honda and their most electrifying vehicles yet. Find adventure in one of Honda's rugged SUVs and trucks like the Pilot Trail Sport, Honda's most rugged SUV ever. Or experience the thrilling performance of the fun-to-drive Honda Civic with an available turbocharged engine. Get power performance and ruggedness with Honda. Find the Honda perfect for you. See your local Honda dealer today. And breaking news. What you got for me? Oh, SeatGeek is the official ticketing partner of the Washington Commanders and sponsor of this pod the deal's finalized they're the newest member member of the family if you yeah, haven't heard the name yet yeah. get used to it whether you're buying or selling tickets to commander's games in the dmv or any other live event in the area seat geek is the place to do it seat geek the new official ticketing partner of the washington commanders uh, yeah i love seat geek it makes it easy <laughs> it, it makes it, it makes it easy to like send tickets like i love that part of it yes like send tickets accept tickets parking passes are the big thing these days oh yeah yeah, yeah. parking passes are the big thing these days every time i somebody like, yeah friend can i get a ticket like yeah i'll get you a ticket can i get a parking <laughs> that's always question number that, two always, <laughs> and then, let me tell y'all let me tell fans something football players are not walking ticket stubs <laughs> because people see us like in the city and stuff. Yes. First thing they see, be like, "What up, friends? Move, give me some tickets." <laughs> we don't really get tickets like right. that. We gotta pay for these tickets too. I hope the fans know this. So, anytime you see a sports guy, we ain't walking with like a book of tickets in, the, in <laughs> our back pocket. I used to be friends with a guy who ran the AMC Theater. Yeah, I on, worked. I worked at the movie day. That was, did you? That was my high school job. I loved it. Listen, I worked at the movie theater at the mall. Okay. So it's hooked to the mall. That's where this guy was a manager. Yeah. And it was an AMC. So I am the ticket stud guy who tears the ticket, but also was an usher that had to clean the movie oh, theater yeah, yeah. after they leave. So I also used these tickets as, as bartering in the mall. So I would give the dude at Foot Locker so many tickets, he would give me jays. That's exactly what my <laughs> friend would do. Hey, mostly. He carried around a book of passes with him. we go to dinner, he'd be like, hey, yeah. you got a family? Yeah. Next thing you know, you're getting a discount. Hey, listen. Also, I'm glad that stat, the, 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 the league of stat, uh, statutation is over with mm-hmm. on this. I used to be on the outside on the side selling tickets. I, listen, <laughs> it was the best job. And they used to, like, work around my football schedule. So they'd be like, come in anytime you want to. So after I practice, I'd just go right to the. Oh, that's uh, great. Oh, they listen for the longest to the point. Like, once I really got to college and stuff, I used to, like, do charities for, like, kids. And I just take, like, 50 kids to that movie theater all yeah. the time. And I felt like it was my way of paying them back for all the tickets I stole oh. and sold on side of the bill. <laughs> Greatest job of all time. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Man. All right. Well, you can still get some tickets, too. Commander's <laughs> Dolphins this yes, weekend. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. So, when it comes to this Dolphins team. Yeah. Scary. They are scary. We were we were discussing this a little bit. Tyreek, we know how good he is, but I don't know if I've ever seen mm. – a faster player. If he's not the fastest football player I've ever seen, yeah. he's right up there near he's, the top. He's so scary because it's, it's a combination of the elite, elite speed with the elite ability to stop. And he has kit-like reflexes. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen him fall? Nope. No. He is – I'm not even playing Sunday. Right. I'm having nightmares. Right? Listen, this dude is so scary. I, I tried to think – of some some players I could compare him to, yeah, and it's only one cheetah, but 
He has the elite speed that Santana had and mm-hmm. the, the ability to stop and start, but the moves of a Dante Hall. Oh, that's a good reference. Yeah. So, because uh, Dante was stupid when he with, was in his with prime. With the running style of Eric Metcalf Jr. Okay. Eric Metcalf, the prettiest running man I ever seen. Went in to my Texas. Life. I know uh, some Eric listen, Metcalf. Listen to Eric Metcalf. So this is how scary this dude is, and then you put him with the mad genius McDaniel's. And they motion, and the reason they motion him so much is so he can have a running start yep. on the defensive back. And it takes a step or two for a guy like that. Listen, all I'm going to do is pray for St. Saint, <laughs> Juice, the Pope. I'm going to pray for my dudes, Emmanuel Forbes, that they just don't have to check this dude one-on-one. Mm-hmm. You have to play top-down with these dudes, keep everything in front of you, make them be patient. And not only do they got a cheater, they got Raheem Moster too. One of the fastest running backs in the league. Jalen Waddle. They got Waddle. If he waddles like a duck in here, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> That'll be two back-to-back <laughs> weeks that I done had to take on turkey legs <laughs> and duck meat. All right? Listen, they're a team that you got to stop as a group. Mm-hmm. And the way we can stop them, the run pain, John Allen. As a corner, when you're trying to check someone with that much speed. Now, yeah. now there is a difference. Straight line speed. Because you'll see this, right? This guy ran in the Olympics. Okay, great. Yeah. But that doesn't mean he can run around. It he doesn't can't mean stop. He right, can't, can't stop. stop. Right. Yeah. But when you have a guy who has elite speed who also is that shifty who can yeah. stop and start on a dime. Yeah. How I mean, what is that challenge is something I can't fathom. I think you gotta always double team him. Mm-hmm. Uh I think you gotta you gotta make it hard for him to get off the line. Uh, which is easier to say, harder than said done. I think you got to press him, but you got to press him with somebody over top. Yep. I just think you got to respect him. You got to respect him. You got to get him the Randy Moss, Calvin Johnson, Megatron treatment. You yeah. remember when well, they used to line two corners out there on Megatron? <laughs> yes. Like like he was a gunner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You remember that? They did, yes. So He was unreal. I think with Tyreek, if you're not playing zone coverage, you have to do that. Yeah. So did you see, I just wanted your thoughts on this, because yeah. we're talking about the Dolphins, and they're coming off that game against the Jets, where yeah. I have never seen an intercepted Hail Mary. Yeah, I've intercepted a Hail Mary. We call them cheap ones. I, I've <laughs> never seen one intercepted and ran back. Yes. Because usually we just hit the ground, game over with. Right. Way to rub it in. <laughs> like, listen, anytime I see DBs, because, man, DBs, I'm telling y'all, hardest job in sports. Quarterback, I know it's yep. hard, but DB is so hard of a job, and you have to be a maniac to do it. Mm-hmm. You have to uh, you have to be crazy in the sense that you can get burnt for 90 yards, and you still mm-hmm. got to jump up and say, I'm the best thing since sliced bread. Right? You, you right. have to play these mental games yeah. with yourself. And to see that play, I, I, just, could la- I just laugh, 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 because it's one of those things where – I know the coaches on the sideline saying, get down. Because that's what right. they do when we right. get that ball. Get down. And he's just like, no, I'm not going to get down. I'm going to keep running. Only thing he could have did to one-up it was just keep running to the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> like, keep running to the locker room. Because I did that with uh, Seattle. I had a game-winning interception yep. to seal the game. I got up and just ran to the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> it was over. I ain't got nothing else to say to y'all. I don't need to do no interviews. Great day for me. Can't wait to hit the club later on, baby. <laughs> Celebration. Look on me. <laughs> this is a team that tends to play up or down to the level of its yep. opponent. We've seen that before. Yep. And it's also the NFL. Mm-hmm. So anything can happen. Mm-hmm. So how do what is the game plan for the commanders to win this game? 
I am eager to see what a Rivera defense looks like. Coach is calling the plays, so we're seeing two head coaches, one an offensive genius, one a defensive-minded coach, go head-to-head, both of them calling plays. That's the first matchup I want to see. On defense, you either got to light them up, blitzing mm-hmm. them, or you got to play coverage and make them be patient. I'm eager to see which one he chooses. Neither is wrong. So what I'm saying is it's, it's X's and O's over the Jimmy and the Joes mm-hmm. in this game. I want to see the brain trust actually go out there and beat them on paper first. Yeah. And let the players be the secondary thing in this situation. I think you have to weaponize Sam, meaning make the offense – Play defensively, meaning mm-hmm. the best way to stop Tua is to make him watch the football game from the sideline. Keep them off the field. Keep them off the field. That means we have to go 70 to 75 plays on offense while the Dolphins have around 50. Mm-hmm. We win the game right there. That's what I like to hear. It's a new start on defense for this team. Yeah. Hopefully it adds up to a strong performance this weekend. Yep. That's my guy Fred Smoot. I'm Jinx. And we got loud. The views and opinions expressed by our podcast guests and or hosts are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Washington Commanders or any of their representatives.